Leonor Cravota from Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, Filtered news. Real news. Welcome everyone to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Today is March twelfth. 2019. It's an exciting day today. We have a lot going on, and like I said, this week is gonna be fast paced. What we can see is that, um, you know, it broke a little bit early and we'll talk about Operation Varsity Blues and I'll let you in on a couple of, uh, inside, um, I would say crumbs that I have, um, been following this for a while. It's been up and coming. I'm, I'm waiting for Chrissy Teigen and John Legend to be thrown under the bus soon too. We see Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman taking one really hard smack. We are coming down. The panic button is gone. These people are in full panic mode. Possibly this is why Pelosi made that comment, uh, but it's not. She's actually very confident on their secret weapon, their DNC secret weapon, like I said before. I've been talking about this for months, and we'll get into that later, too. Um, what I thought is maybe we could take a listen to the live press conference happening. So just to give you a little bit heads up. So the Department of Justice was investigating something. Can't talk about it because it is classified, still under investigation. Now, in that investigation, uh, let's say that it has to do with the most corrupt county that has been in the news forever. There were people talking. Talk, talk, talk. You know, like, how did you get into this university if you don't play basketball? How did you get accepted to Harvard? So these conversations ensued. And that led them to a little crumb. And that little crumb exposed something. So they coined it Operation Varsity Blues. We're talking Stanford. We're talking uh, only one actual administration of a university was caught, and that is um, uh, USC, Um Guys, what did I tell you about the universities? What did I tell you about that punch? I mean, the punch has nothing to do with this, but this is all relevant. It's tying in. A lot of people say, well, you know, it's connecting pieces. You have to. You can't tell a story if you can't see all the pieces together. This is why I always say, step back like you're on the moon and look down. And then you could see the picture. It's like when you're putting together a puzzle. If you're way up in it, you can't tell what the picture is. You need, you need the corners, you need the sides, and then you need to step back to say, all right, well, what's this frame about? So now you're going to see what this frame is about. Now you're going to see why they're panicking. 
And now it all makes sense how clowns like Chelsea Clinton, you know, Malia Hussein Obama, David Hogg get into these, you know, amazing universities with full ride scholarships. And you're like, but this guy is an idiot. Because I could tell you, when I applied, I got scholarships, partial ones, to really big Ivy League schools, uh, you know, for medicine. And I was thinking, damn, I'm like super qualified. Why, why can't I get this done? Hmm. Because I didn't pay someone off. Take a listen. I'll play it from a certain spot where he's just kind of going forward on it. I want to start with this because this is super fun. Gave some portion to the school's program and took some for their own use. Was this case tied to the, you mentioned another case that um, gave you a lead. Was this the Jerome Allen case with Celtics? No, no. it was not. You said um, the BC. Tori knows which one it is. Uh, were victims of, uh, of this admissions fraud. Can you elaborate on that? Well, they all received test scores that were artificially inflated through the cheating uh, scandal. Uh, in one instance, as you'll see in the complaint, it appears that one of the defendants uh, entered a quid pro quo with Singer, where Singer would help that defendant's student commit fraud, and in exchange, the parent would help one of Singer's other clients with admission to Northeastern University. I know it's a little confusing, but you'll see that uh, in the complaint. And there's no evidence that the schools knew anything about this? I mean, they just believed what he was given? I think that's an important distinction to draw. It appears that the schools are not involved. Um, in, it appears that in all of these instances, with the exception of one USC administrator who we have charged, University of Southern California administrator we have charged, um, the coaches were allotted slots for athletic recruitment. The coaches worked with Singer, meaning they accepted bribes. Singer gave the coaches sufficiently impressive fake athletic credentials. The coaches used those athletic profiles to convince everyone else internally that this was a good recruit for the team, the person was hot, the person was admitted, and the coach pocketed a bribe. Can you talk about some of the punishments, the level of punishments these defendants will face? It's a little premature for that. I mean, the statutes that we charge people under all have very high statutory maximums, but the actual sentence that someone might face, uh, we, don't, we just don't know that yet. It's, it's very premature for that. Some of these bribes are, 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 are substantial. You know, bribes between, as I said, usually between $250,000 and $400,000. Actually, I should say donations to Singer from which he made these bribes of college coaches. So it's a little premature to say what ranges of sentencing uh, they might be in. Well, I mean, I think, as, as you guys know, and as you can see in the complaint affidavit, we do occasionally flip targets and they wind up cooperating, but I can't comment on whether any of these people will. I will say that the investigation remains active. These are not the only parents involved. We suspect these probably aren't the only coaches involved. And so we will be moving ahead to look for uh, additional targets. You said did Singer ever work for any one of these colleges before? I'm sorry? Did Singer ever work for one of these major universities before? I Meaning, was he an employee of any of these universities? Sitting here now, I do not know the answer to that. I'm sorry. Any criminal history for him? I'm not going to comment on that. And you said that he's planning on um, pleading guilty today. What has been the conversation? What's led up to that? Obviously, he didn't just hear about these charges this morning. Did you guys hear Brian Settler's nasty voice? I can't shed a lot of light on that because most of that is confidential. I can state the obvious, which is that um, we identified Singer some time ago. 
and he has decided under a plea agreement to plead guilty to racketeering, among other charges. You knew that already, but that's really all I can tell you. Okay, I'm just pausing it because as he's answering Brian Stetler's questions, you could hear his annoying high-pitched, you know, Goonies, truffle shuffle voice. Um, the guy's smirking. He's like, you already knew that, so whatever. Um, let's just listen to a little bit more, and then I'll give you guys the skinny on this because I've been waiting for this. I actually thought this was going to happen last month um, because a lot of uh, scrutiny has been coming under – college institutions, the way they share information, the way they um, recruit people, especially in these private institutions. And, you know, <laughs> one is actually close to home. So uh, take a listen. Um, offhand, I don't remember what the provisions of the plea agreement will say about sentencing, but the plea agreement should ultimately be a public document, and you will be able to see that yourself. It will be docketed. Right now, the schools themselves are not targets of this investigation. Um, as you can see from the charges we brought, the investigation was very broad. We've charged a lot of people throughout the investigation and our investigation of each of these targets. We have not seen the schools as co-conspirators with this activity. Thank you. How long has this investigation been underway since that first lead you got? I think it's been under investigation a little over a year. Am I right about that? Yep. A little over a year. What would happen when the students who purportedly play these sports get to this? These are big programs, Division I programs, and they don't play the sport. It varied. Some simply never showed up for the athletics. Some uh, pretended an injury. And I think some played briefly and then quit. One of the defendants is from the case. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, beyond what's in the uh, complaint affidavit, I cannot tell you more about that. And are, the, are any students still currently enrolled? Uh, children of these parents that you've charged while we're talking about the past? Uh... No, as, you, as you'll see from the charging documents, most of this activity is fairly current. Um, so I assume, I can't tell you directly, that the vast majority of the students admitted under false pretenses are, are in these schools and are enrolled and are active students. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I can tell you that based on what I've seen in the charging documents, I don't think that's the case. I think they got admission, but I don't think they got separate athletic scholarships. What Singer was good at doing was calibrating the fake credentials to appear realistic and not so impressive as to invite suspicion or additional scrutiny. Did he have any legitimate clients or were they, was it just entirely a I don't know the answer to that. All right, let's let's leave that and 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 let's listen to the real skinny here, okay, guys. So basically, um, you know, like they said, the majority of this stuff is recent. I'm going to refer to David Hogg being accepted to Harvard. Remember that one? This is hilarious because then the scrutiny is: What about Malia Hussein Obama? How did she get in just because she's the president's daughter? Is that how it works? This is incredible. And the thing is, you should have seen his face when he turned around. He's like, how long have we been investigating this? Like a year, a year and a half maybe? He was smirking because 
Their feet are on fire right now. They don't know where it's going to come from. And this was a benign slap in the face like, we got you. And we can't wait to see who's implicated, what universities, what's going on. I can read off just a few. A few were omitted, obviously, from some articles. Uh, but uh, UCLA, Stanford, Georgetown University, of course, uh, University of San Diego, USC, University of Te- Texas, Wake Forest, Yale. Harvard's part of that, too. And 44 people... Some of them college coaches have been charged thus far. So this guy, um, he has like a for-profit college prep. So basically you go there and you supposedly prep, right? So that you can get good scores on your SATs. So that way you can beef up your application. You could look awesome and get into these Ivy League private schools that are high caliber, right? So this is you know, what he's into. And that's great. You know, people that are challenged academically and want to get into university always suggested, you know, to get into some program that'll help you score higher on your tests. I mean, we do that with the MCATs. We do that with the PCATs, you know, where you prep for it. But what this guy did was you would pay him and someone would, he would make sure that you're at a testing facility where he, where he had his own people and they would alter your tests. And like he said, Some of them are already students and enrolled. Some very recent. This is so much fun. And then these two actresses out of nowhere, Felicity Huffman, who played a really good dude once, and then Laurie Laughlin. Like they're getting annihilated. These people are sick and we're coming at them from all angles. You know, it's funny how March Madness has to do with universities. Funny how that came down is the first slap in the face. And funny how tomorrow we're supposed to have General Flynn sentencing, but there's silence on that end. Analyzing what he's saying in between the words is very important. I urge you guys to go watch the video after it's uploaded and done, where um, I'm actually streaming it from Fox 10 Phoenix. Uh, You know, it's pretty incredible. How all of this is going on. I mean, we all knew it was going on. We all knew that if you had the money, you can buy yourself admission to any university you want. We know that if you have the money, uh, you know, you can apply and you'll walk in. If your parents make a donation for a new building, you walk in. If your parents do anything, you walk in. You know, you know what's funny? Our president's kids had to compete. They had to compete. And if you remember, you know, they never went into like these, um, super Ivy league schools, um, you know, walk in. I mean, obviously I think Ivanka followed the footsteps of going to Wharton and we've got Tiffany. I think she's in Penn, right? I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but they actually apply and they work hard and you know, they go to school. Whereas all these actors, kids walk into school. So This is a lot of fun to watch because they're imploding. Like popcorn is out in full force. Um, You know, they're 
this is going to, how are they going to spin this? I mean, you know, um, the article that was just published by the New York Post omits that USC is actually being charged as a university partaking in this because they had a close relationship with Singer. Um, because what they said is there's no indication that the schools were involved in any wrongdoing, which is false because he clearly stated so fake news on NBC, actually, not the Post. NBC published this fake news. USC was found to be collaborating and we've got people over 25 million dollars in college entrance exam cheating and you know it's going to be pretty interesting they said laughlin and huffman who star you know full house desperate housewives they were charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services fraud guys how does mail fraud and honest services fraud tie into universities you got to think about that for a second, okay? How does it tie into? Just let it sit for a bit, and we'll revisit that later. These are exciting times. I see his face. I think he wants to answer this question. Let's take a listen to what he's saying. Question. One of the uh, defendants is still being actively pursued. Can you go into any detail on that? Uh, one, de well, one defendant is in Hawaii, and so it's a time difference. Question. There are rules governing... Uh, at what times of day federal agents can make arrests so you can't show up at 2 o'clock in the morning and arrest somebody. Um, and so that's what, that's what accounts for that. I wonder, for crimes like this, did they go in with a SWAT team? Did they have, you know, divers in their backyard? Did they surround them like they did Roger Stone? So the question was, like, he was, um, we understand that, you know, they would take the SAT test or the exams, and then they would go back and change the answers. But the question is, were they affiliated or did they have any direct connections with the SAT exam boards? Um, and was he qualified to answer those questions? Take a listen to the answer. Uh, he was just a really smart guy. So if I understand your question correctly, he did not have inside information about the correct answers. He was just smart enough to get a near-perfect score on demand or to calibrate the score. So Singer would discuss with his clients what kind of score they're looking for. So if your daughter took the SAT on her own the first time and got a particular score, retaking the exam, if her score goes up too much, that would invite scrutiny. And so Singer would discuss with parents what kind of score was impressive but not too impressive and then would instruct Riddell to attempt to get that score. And he was just good enough to do it. I'm not sure how much of that is public, so I'm going to err on the side of not answering that. I think in the charging document for Riddell, which is now public, you will find whatever I'm allowed to say uh, on that point, but I don't remember it standing here. How, how do they actually change the SAT and ACT scores? Like, what are they... Well, Riddell would either take the exam in place of the student or would correct answers after the student handed in the card with his or her answers on it. And that would be submitted to the SAT, to the, to the college board or ETS for the SAT or to ACT Incorporated for the ACT. And it would just be scored under that person's name. Did the college board ever have any inclination? I mean, was there anything that they thought there might be cheating going on? Did, did any of the investigative the prompting of this investigation come from 
Uh, I can't comment on that. Yes. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. So the question that high pitched um, Stetler said was, you know, did they know that there was cheating involved, like the people that actually participated in this? Like, how did that work? And so that was pretty, pretty interesting for him to ask. And the answer was the most interesting and most telling. I can't comment on that. So this is where it's going to go back to, um, you know, getting into penetrating these cliques, these gangs, these parties, these eyes wide shut, you know, eyes wide open groups where they all know what's really going on and who's who and how to get things done. So this is, this is quite telling. And, you know, for the first time you hear Brian Stetler sounding like a little girl as always, but he sounded a little bit more humble than anything. Now, before I continue, remember how General Flynn was supposed to be having a uh, hearing for his sentencing. Well, tomorrow, there's actually just a status hearing, which means let's see where we're at. What are we doing? Are we pushing this back? Just like Tori said, this is being pushed back. It's going to be pretty interesting all of us need to pray for him. I just wanted to play a little clip of the 2020 budget proposal um, that they're discussing at the um, U.S. House hearing uh, because the budget proposal is something that's going to dominate the second half hour of the Tory Sess show where we're going to talk about the wall. We're going to talk about 3D chess. We're going to talk about how the president allows people to to pull their own pants down. And you're going to see just how far in advance the stuff is planned. This. Absorb the cost for generics or uh, take care of other preventive medicine to lower their cost and the cost of the beneficiary over time. That if they offer those kinds of, of, of insurance products, that then the, the individual is no longer eligible for an HSA. So what we're trying to do in, is to say, what's an actuarial way in which we can make that assessment and, and expand those programs? That's good. Um, I don't have enough time to get you to answer this question, but I want to commend, commend you all for, for putting paid family leave in there. I think Republicans need to come up um, with a conservative, uh, sustainable solution to that. Uh, in, my, in my last 10 seconds, I want to ask you about the cuts to the Army Corps of Engineers' uh, uh, budget um, and, and why, that may the, why that may be the case. What is the justification for this? For this? There's a backlog of about $100 billion for infrastructure investment. A place like Houston, we care a great deal about that, and it's a, it's a worthy investment for the future. So I'll let you take that. Okay, and before we continue, so Crenshaw put that out there. This is what's going to dominate the second half hour. We're going to talk about the kleptocrats, the bureaucracy within our U.S. Army Corps engineers. And it's excellent that I see another veteran talking about it because this is where the key is. This is why the wall, the wall, the wall. Just take a listen to his answer. Thank you. Sure. May I respond? Uh, I would like to respond. Um, one of the things that we've been most frustrated with Army Corps is how slow they are with many of the projects. We're trying with this budget to, to say, uh, continue to focus on the backlog and things that are already underway and, and, and making a, a line in the sand to say not to go forward with new starts 
particularly when there's so much disaster money that's in the system that needs to get spent as well. So I certainly get it. Uh, we, do, we do support Army Corps of Engineers spending, uh, and we think that this uh, is, a, is a sustainable level, but we also um, understand wh where you're coming from. All right, that's all we had to hear from him. So th here's, here's the concern. The U.S. Army Corps engineers, we know, are responsible into completing surveys and assisting with infrastructure projects within the United States. And I'm going to use an example very close to home. It's going to be very telling. No one's going to talk about this. They never talk about this. But one thing we understand now is that the Democrats and Republicans, the rhinos, right, used programs through the U.S. Army Corps engineer to collude together to siphon out money from HUD, from FEMA, CDBG loans, or grants. Um, it's pretty incredible. And what I will demonstrate to you in the next half hour is how President Trump knew all this. I can actually tell you that I've communicated with the administration for a very huge up to $200 million fraud within my state in regards to this that he answered swiftly. I was so shocked. Within a week, he responded and made things happen. And so you have to understand that the U.S. Army Corps engineers are politically driven. They have always been owned by the parties because this is a way that, that you can make money for your own companies as being in office or your friends' companies or your state or your city or your town. You can siphon money. They have been abusing every facet. We've already been introduced by myself and, and many others, of course, how they would be siphoning money to foreign governments and to, uh, you know, line their pockets in, in, the, in the shape of foreign aid. Uh, we saw through Uranium One uh, when I exposed Priya, who was at the Department of Energy and then the Department of Treasury, on how they siphoned money there. We already know Hillary Clinton had $145 million in funds due to Uranium One. So now, because tomorrow... There will be a demonstration of how we can build one mile a day of wall that's going to happen because our president is giving us this wall. So right after this break, I will break this down for you and you will understand just how fraudulent all these clowns are. And the panic that ensues. See you all in a bit. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr. and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our legal defense fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. 
In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2978-855-700-2978-855-700-2978. That's 855-700-2978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. Sounds great, right? Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. My pillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. My pillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. My pillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Remember, you can always follow me on Gab and Twitter at Tori underscore says. I just wanted to let you guys know, um, I'm super excited today with this, uh, you know, announcement to just put some fire under the butts of all these corrupt closed circles that exist, these shadow circles, these, you know, entitlement circles, because it's all coming out. And it's really, really funny how we get this March Madness when it's all about universities. Now, what I was talking about was the U.S. Army Corps engineers. Something that a lot of people don't know is that tomorrow in Phoenix, uh, a private company will be demonstrating to Nielsen how they can build one mile a wall a day and do it under budget. Our president promised us a wall and he's giving us a wall guys. And I'll tell you how this worked. So back in 2017, when he was talking about this wall, just so people understand that things take time, you have to let people pull their own pants down because otherwise you look like you're you know, steamrolling everyone. You're not, you know, letting the process go. But on top of that, you want to get rid of the stagnant garbage that is infiltrating. So the thing is, is how did he do it? Well, if you all remember 2017, early 2017, there was a request for proposals. 
a request for proposals by construction companies. And you remember our president toured these walls, right? You remember months, months later in 2018, he went down to the border and saw samples of these walls that these companies had bid for. One of those companies was Fisher Industries. And it's actually based out of North Dakota. Now, let's put a pause on that. During the election period, right, during the time of elections uh, that just passed for 2018, uh, Congressman at the time, Kevin Kramer, was approached by the president. The president flew him to the White House. They had numerous discussions. Um, and they've been talking, uh, as congressman and he urged him to run for Senate, something that the congressman at the time was very wary to do. He was like, I don't know if I want to do it because the Senate is another monster in itself. See Congress, you go in, you kind of come out the same, maybe a little bit richer because you know how that works. But as Senate, you walk in one person and you completely change. Like someone would even think that you're cloned. Right? This is how crazy it is. They go in and they come out completely different. Well, Kevin Kramer is stuck to his guns. So what he did was, is we got this budget. We got the house all crazy. They finally gave us like, what, one billion something for the wall, right? They negotiated, which is fine. Because Fisher Industries can build the majority of the wall with just one billion dollars. So this was all planned. I want people to understand that our president planned all of this. All of it, from the RFP to touring the, the walls and everything. And then he was like, well, we're going to let the you know, U.S. Army Corps engineers do it. And they're like, but we need so many billions of dollars. We can't, you know, bureaucracy, paperwork, delay, this, that. Because half of them were working, the other half were stymieing everything. This is how you see who's for and against America first. This is how you riddle it out. So what did Kevin Kramer do? Senator Kramer sent a letter to the president and to, you know, Secretary Nielsen and said, yo, look, they're not doing it. This company is going to do it under budget, under time. They're going to get it done. You want 200 miles of wall? Give us 200 days because we could build a mile a day. And so, you know, during the meeting, you heard President Trump go, give me that letter. Let me see it. He literally said it. Totally Totally, totally done according to the T, according to the plan. And so now, tomorrow, this company is going to demonstrate it. And this is how you see and you weed out where the problems are with the U.S. Army Corps engineer. Now, like I said in the previous half hour, we all know how they were funneling money back to themselves from certain charities. We all know how they were funneling money back to themselves from USAID, foreign aid, and other BS that, you know, they claim was legit. Well, they've been siphoning money from HUD. We saw that with NYCHA, you know, where he sent his own trooper in there. And, you know, Patton went in there and she's like, you're getting $30 million a week. Why is there no infrastructure? You're taking this money from HUD. Where is it going, right? We're seeing it all over the nation. Well, Tori herself, me, right, speaking third person, in 2017, I uncovered that um, FEMA and HUD money and grants and CBDG, you know, CDBG grants that were coming in from our federal government were not being applied correctly. I kind of took a little deep dive, and it's in my city, my not. So I met with a couple of city council members, and I said, listen, guys, 
what the hell is going on here? Why are we not building this wall? I mean, a big snowfall from Canada, a big one happening here. It's going to be the same thing. The river is going to flood and nothing's happened. It's been like six years. Like what is going on? The response I got was, well, you know, we're a red state, which is not true. Socialist and Democrats through and through. They're all rhinos. They've been in for like 20 years, each of them at whole position. So let's be honest. Okay. And so I, I asked these questions and so I did a little bit of digging and I went on some certain, you know, programs and it was a red flag. Why would the U S army Corps engineers take over six years to survey, to survey a plot that is minimal and easy to understand how a flood happens, why it happens and to like issue a report. Why is it over six years? I'm confused. So I reach out to the administration. They're like, give us more paperwork. And so I get together and I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'd like to do this. And on the back of this great thing, we're going to just drop this bomb and say that we're investigating it. Here's all the documentation. But here's where it gets even more complicated. So not only did these people take these grants, this money, and line their pockets, at some point with a nice report, with a nice filing, there was a city attorney that actually, uh, her name was Colleen. Um, she was from Arizona herself. She was hired as a city attorney in the city of Minot. She was fired because she told them what they were doing was wrong, that they were embezzling money. They fired her, guys. They fired her. And guess what? They fired her, but she filed a report with HUD. So an OIG investigation ensued. Uh, and as it ensued, um, what they did was they found that they were giving contracts to their friends, family members, and really not getting anything done. Things were dragging along. Money was missing. And we're talking a lot of money. We're talking $200 million worth of money. They even had this concert with Fergie to raise for the victims of the flood. Nobody saw any of that. Nobody knows where it went. $6 million. So super, super, super creepy, right? So I actually finished my research and I send it out to the president on October 25th. And I'm like, we need to shut this. I don't know why the U.S. Army Corps engineer is taking so long. You know, they didn't take that long with Katrina. They're not taking so long with other ones. Why is it taking so long here? And what did he do? He shut it down. November 1st, the U.S. Army Corps engineer, this is just days after he got my final stuff because he's listening. The day, the, just days, 25th of October, 1st of November, guys, right? That's like six days. And that includes a weekend. They made an announcement saying, oh, we're done with our survey. We're so finished. We'll come down to the city uh, at the end of the month so we can take any questions you have. What happened? Fire got under your butts? No. What happened was you've been exposed. And the thing is, it's not only the dirty people there that were styming the survey, redrawing, doing, and whatnot. But do you know why they delayed it? Not just the skimming off the top of FEMA and HUD. But, you know, the state of North Dakota has one, is the only one that has a state-funded bank. And they were in trouble, so they sold off student loans. So what did they decide to do? Oh, and remember, Senator Hoven used to be the president of that bank, too. He owns a bank here, too. The one that finances most of these city projects, too. Just pointing out patterns, right? How many times does it take to be a coincidence? And so what, he, what they did was they put it forward to legislation, 
to the state legislators here in 2017 to approve them an additional $180 million loans from the state bank, from the Bank of North Dakota, kind of like a bailout. And now the people are supposed to be paying all this. The city has zero operating funds. They're operating on debt. They've issued um, all their, you know, they're trying to uh, reduce their debt by engaging in some it's like a financial type of scheme. It's not illegal, but it goes around regulations. Guess with whose bank? Like no RFP is a city. They just said, we're doing it with that bank, Senator Hoven's bank. This is dirty. It smells and it happens across the nation. But this one is the biggest in scale. How do you get away with the U.S. Army Corps engineer not completing a survey on a very small patch? It's not that huge patch of land for six and a half years, guys. Six and a half years, the president heard, the president saw, and this stunt that they that, that the U.S. Army Corps engineers try to pull with the wall has definitely showcased who and what. And I'm so proud to have had a hand in that because my hand may have been just one speck of, a speck of sand, of course, but you know, one, one little, you know, bead, one drop in every cup makes it full, right? So I was a little drop in that, but this is where people need to see just how much work and effort goes into this. It is so important for people to understand. So important. And you know, anyone that whistleblows, because I am considered a whistleblower, right? Anyone that whistleblows is completely under attack. And obviously, I, it takes long to get protected from that. But I'm still alive. Head on swivel, but I'm still alive. Um, these are big. This is a big deal, guys. This is happening around the nation. And they try to do it with our wall, too. And see, it didn't work. Because my, my senator, who I adore, Kevin Kramer, guys, you should just Google his face. He looks so cute. He is a lifelong politician, but he's a really good guy. He is a really, really good guy. And so, you know, he's doing it. He did it. And tomorrow it'll be news where they'll broadcast, um, you know, live how they're going to demonstrate one day, one mile a wall. That's incredible. So we're getting our wall. So for everyone out there saying, oh, we said we're getting a wall and we're not getting, we're getting the wall. It just doesn't happen overnight. Everything takes time. Like this college admission stuff, you know, took time. They needed the more recent, but they don't want to tell you when they're investigating you. They don't want to tell you what they're doing. They're just doing it. And they're in there and they're fixing it and they're weeding it out. Because, you know, one thing I could tell you is I almost guarantee it. The intelligence community as it stands right now, what we call the CIA, right? What we call the CIA, because there's a lot of different dark factions, shadow factions that include are included. It's going to be completely dismantled. They, you can't fix it. It's like it's got like termites everywhere. The bones are bad. It needs to go and it's going to happen because it seems that every single time we think that something has been cleaned out. When we think, all right, we got it. We got all the bad actors. New stuff comes up. And you know, the funny thing is, is that they haven't learned their lesson to understand that when you attack, when you attack the people that are working toward regaining their nation, reclaiming their right to their nation, that are filing complaints, that are screaming at the top of their lungs, it exposes all of them. So, uh, you know, what we're going to see 
is that it's going to be dismantled. And portions of the FBI already have been dismantled because people lack the trust. They lack the trust in law enforcement. And on Thursday, I'm actually going to bring, uh, I, I think you guys may have seen it on Facebook where, you know, this couple was raided. It was just aggressive. I mean, they had a warrant, but they were aggressive. And the only reason I'm bringing them on is to tell you how they felt. Because like I said yesterday, when I talked about it a little bit, one bad apple makes a whole group look bad. I mean, our men in blue are awesome. They put their lives on the line every day, but they have corrupt clowns in place. A primary witness that I had on a child trafficking ring was executed, executed by a police officer, point blank range to the back of the head, like a standard execution. It was caught on a dash cam. And you know, this child, because he was a child, he was like in his twenties, right? But still a child because of what he endured was so off his face, his blood alcohol content, so insane. Like, how could he be a threat? Like you could see on the dash cam, he couldn't walk. Why did they execute him? Questions. So these cops that are embedded, some of them are just, you know, overload on testosterone or, you know, protein shakes, whatever, you know, people that like power trips. I think we need to like, you know, really have civil servants serving us because our police is, you're supposed to look up to them and say, protect me. Just like you look up to your judge and say, protect me. They should be there to protect you. You shouldn't be scared of them. And so this is the way it goes with the CIA. Government officials look at them, protect me, but instead they make sure that they're lining their coffin. They make sure that they're lining everybody's coffin and they have the keys to our kingdom right? They know us. They have all the information they want on us. They know where we go, who we talk to, who we text, who we see, right? This is why it's really, really hard for someone to fathom and understand how it goes, how, how, how we can fix this. The president in over, you know, in a little over two years has done incredible things, but he has to do them the right way. So, you know, and, and it's a shame that now we have election period coming up 2020, right? Because this is where they pounce on people that are impatient and don't understand the complexities of how important it is. This is why I wanted to showcase this wall thing. Huge deal. I mean, the national declaring national emergency was a facade. We all knew he was going to go with the private company. We all knew he could do it quicker, faster, under budget, just like he did with Willem Rink in New York. He knows that. We know that. But other people don't. They just, you know, kind of like Ann Coulter, who sold her soul to the devil. You know, they don't see just how much President Trump has been doing in the background. And, and, it, and it pains me because I get messages, well, you know, he said he was going to get this wall. The wall is going to be done. You're going to see tomorrow how quick that steps up. Just how quick it steps up. How, whoa, one mile a day and I see it and they can do it and they're demonstrating it. I'm in. You could do it for a billion dollars. Totally in because the house gave it to me. So, all right, no national emergency. You want to win this, but you know, the national emergency was necessary. Why? This is where we see where the rhinos and Senator left over. This is where we see who we need to get rid of because a lot of people are, why is he surrounding him with all these people? Why is the Senate going against him? The only way, the only way you can expose someone for who they are 
is by agitating them and uh, creating and facilitating the situation for them to show their real teeth. Kind of like in my situation, something came up and I was like, uh, but then, you know, something happened and I was like, aha, got you because you were trying to get ahead of yourself and I'm smarter, smarter. (laughs) And it's not because I'm smarter. Let's not take it that cocky way, but in the sense of corrupt people are completely predictable. Okay. We all know this. We see it, you know, and we're screaming at the top of our lungs. How are they still in office? How are they walking around with no cuffs? Why aren't they at Gitmo already? It takes time because how much do you want to bet that in that list of students that are actively enrolled, we're going to see Malia Hussein Obama, how much you want to make bet David Hogg. Let's see who paid for him to go to Harvard. Uh, and all these other big names that just get these big educations. This is what you need to anticipate and wait for. And this is why he said, Oh, I can't comment on that. Can't comment on what? Remember what he was asked? Do you think that the people that were paying off or, you know, because obviously they were paying, right? That they were paying this singer guy knew that there was, you know, fraud or that he was like beefing it up or just paying their way into the university. He asked, right? Remember, he asked. And what did he say? I can't comment. Guarantee you. See, little by little on all fronts, little bombs are going to be going off. Oh my gosh, college education and their kids, click. Um, Hollywood, click. Pedophilia, click. U.S. Army Corps Engineer, click. Kleptocrats, bureaucrats, this, that, this, foreign aid. It's coming down. But you know what? Pelosi yesterday said, well, we don't need impeachment because like I said, they have a secret weapon. I've been talking about it and I've been getting so many emails, so many DMs. Darn, Tori, you were right. And I wish I was wrong. I wish I was wrong that they would not pull out the secret weapon. See, because I saw it coming last year, I embedded eyes and ears in a lot of campaigns. I've told you from the beginning, these people are clowns. There's no way Kamala Harris is going to win, guys. There's no way. There's no way, but you know, we have to have patience. We need to see how it rolls out. We need to see what their plan is. Remember, I've always said it to be a good, um, ghost shadow operative investigator, investigative journalist, or just paying attention. You need to understand that the only problem is, is if they find out your methods, it's not them finding out who you are. Kind of like Laura Loomer. She was working undercover, right? Wasn't she? But then when they discovered who she was, she stopped and she came out into the public light, right? Why? Because they would figure out her methods, what her sources was, how she worked, who she networked with, who her people were. That happened to a lot of investigative journalists that suddenly started to pop up everywhere. Because once they realized how well networked you are and who you're working with, then they're on the ready. I mean, I've made, you know, I don't hide it. I don't hide it. To those that I have on target, I've said, I've got people in your office, man, and you have no idea. You better be on your toes. And this is how I'm ahead of them. And this is how ahead the president is. Because when you have eyes and ears everywhere and you have people like you who are listening now paying attention to what's really happening, not what they're telling you is happening, what's really happening, you report it back. You do know that you can communicate your information. Like I said, I communicated my information. He got stuff done in six calendar days. Six calendar days, he closed a six and a half year survey in a little town 
No one cared about. The president didn't even visit it. Half the town was underwater. Nobody cared. The president at the time, we're talking Obama, right? Didn't care. It wasn't Sandy, so. It wasn't, you know, his stomping ground, supposedly so. But it was. Because the people that run this state were all invited to McCain's funeral. That tells you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. These people have been, we have a secretary of state that's been in office for over 23 years. We've got an attorney general in office for 18 years. People get real comfortable. And they're supposedly Republican. You believe that? That they went through Republican and Democratic, you know, regimes, you know, totalitarian, which were one and the same, of course. If they were really Republican, come on, guys. We got to be realistic. Super realistic. We got to be paying attention to what's going on. And we have to have patience and trust. I said it last month. You know, General Flynn sentencing is coming. I don't know if that's going to really happen. It's probably going to get pushed back. And, you know, I also got a DM from uh, a really good friend of mine. And she was like, hey, it's a status hearing. And like I said in the previous hour, yes, it's a status hearing. A status hearing is where you get in, the lawyers jump in, and they're like, oh, it could also be on the phone. They don't even have to, like, go there and say, okay, what's the status of this? Are we going forward with the sentencing or what? Are we delaying it? This is where we need to be paying attention. People need to be paying attention to what other people are saying online because apparently, you know, the news is not going to tell you what's going on. They're all liars. They're all on the take and they're all a part of the narrative, all a part of the narrative. I don't care what state you live in, what city you're in. They're all part of the narrative. They're not going to tell you what's going on down the road from you. There could be a raid. And if that raid is on a politician or someone that they highly esteem, you're not going to hear about it. Kind of like I said, Guys, if in your state, think about it, your state, a president appoints a U.S. marshal to your state, right? Uh, you know, John Smith, whatever. John Smith is working, right, doing his job, and then suddenly John Smith's right-hand man is sentenced to seven years for diddling with kids. And then six weeks later, John Smith resigns in the middle of the night. Will your press report it? I'm probably thinking all of you are like, yeah, I guess it'll have an honorable mention. Hey, he resigned. No, they didn't. They didn't report it. No report, not even one word. The only report that came out was after President Trump took office that, uh, that Jeff Sessions appointed an acting, an acting U.S. Marshal for the state of North Dakota. Why didn't they state it? pedos everywhere guys and tomorrow i have liz croken on for two hours we are going to be deconstructing pizzagate from hollywood to political offices to exactly what's going on and how this is part of these little click groups these groups that pay for college what do you think eyes wide shut eyes wide open what's going on here only their kids get in their idiot kids that don't know how to spell Get these degrees and sit in offices and get paid tons of money while your child is working their tail off for grades and can't get in? Why? The elite. They think they're better than us. They think the allegiance they have with whoever they have, and they're all part of the same family, are better than us. They're not. They're disgusting. These people are sick. Not only do they, they buy their way through life, but they do it at our expense and at the expense of children. I'll see you guys all right after this short break, and we'll continue with today's real news.
February. Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, unfiltered news. Real news. Welcome back, everyone, to the second half of the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tory. Remember, I'm always here Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can always find me on Gab and Twitter at Tory underscore says. Now, I have a copy of this affidavit, and I was kind of like skimming through it during the break. It's pretty incredible. Uh, you know, I'll just read like parts of like, you know, what they had on testimony uh, for these people, like what they were recording. And so here's a conversation with one of the indicted persons, Chen, with a uh, charitable uh, foundation uh, called CW-1. So the following is from a conversation where they were listening in. Here we go where Spygate is, is kicking in. And so they're looking at all the payments that have gone into our foundation, Chen. Uh-huh. So they asked about your payment, which was for your son, you know, taking the test. And we did for him at the West Hollywood Test Center with another charitable organization, number two. Chen says, yeah. And I said that your payment of $75,000, uh huh, went to our foundation to help underserved kids. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. That was a conversation. So then after that, um, Chen called back and said that the substance of the invoice received said consulting service. So what should I say if the IRS asks, Chen says, service or foundation? And the foundation said consulting services for the foundation. He's like, okay. So I want to tell you that I called you before about the audit, says the foundation to Chen. Uh Uh-huh. And I wanted to let you know that our audit is over, Chen. uh Uh-huh. We're all okay. And we're okay because you're not... You're not, no issues with you, so nobody will be contacting with contacting you. Chen says, okay. Because you're the payment that you made, we created a fake consulting invoice that you paid that instead of making the donation to our foundation, uh-huh. So there was no link for the audit in the foundation because you paid the 75000 for to my nonprofit, uh-huh, with fake and fake consulting invoice, so that's why we're in the clear. Oh, uh-huh, okay. And then the other thing um, they asked was a question about the other charitable organization who took the test for your son and Igor, who was the site coordinator. How come I paid them from the foundation at the same time that your son was taking the test? Uh-huh. And since you paid for a profit company, the seventy-five grand, there was no payment for the you know, as a donation. Uh-huh. And I think we're, we're past that. So we both agree that charitable two took the test for your son, right? Yeah. 
And so everything, guys, this is like going down the list. It's pretty incredible. Like reading these testimonies, like they got them tied, hogtied. They're hogtied right now. And I want to know, like I'm going to be digging into all of this because I want to see how Hollywood plays into it. Because what they're uh, describing is like mail fraud and, you know, how, um, you know, through mail fraud this is being done and, you know, how uh, it's important for people to understand the links and, you know, how parents didn't know. And it's like, wait a minute, this is where we got them. The parents knew. But here's the fun part. So when you find these networks and you find these parents that may or may not be involved in other nefarious activities, um, you remember how, let me take it back. Do you remember how with George Papadopoulos, they started searching? And so as they were searching the, you know, George, for example, um, you know, would speak to John. So then because George was speaking with John, they could look at John and then John speaks with Tom. So then because John spoke with Tom and, you know, John had speaking with George, they could look at Tom. You get where I'm going with this? This is going to go crazy. And keep in mind, if they came out with this now, they already got stuff on John and Tom that spoke with them. You see what I'm saying? So these networks are all a click. They all circle back together. And if you focus on charities and people that siphon money from charities or siphon money from government organizations or abuse federal and state tax money that's being paid for legit purposes, you have to pay attention to these people on boards. It's like they're all related. It's like charity XYZ has, you know, Sally, Sam, Sandy, and Tom and Bob and then Bob is the director and then that charity gives to this you know company to do this consulting services and it turns out Sally and Sandy sit on the board of that and then you know uh, that company outsources you know the work that they got hired by that foundation or that government or charity to another company and on that we've got Bob and Tom sitting on the board you see what I'm saying they're all connected it's all like they're all feeding feeding money back to themselves this is like money laundering 101 but without 20 companies within a company this is 20 different entities working together and they all line each other's pockets. This is how they work. This is how the Clinton Foundation worked. I mean, if you look at their foundation, just look at their financials. 5% was actually given to charity. And they had something like something insane, like 50% 50 of, their, of the money that they were getting for office supplies. Like, excuse me, you spent more on office supplies than you did on charitable stuff? We need to be focused here. And pay attention to how they move the money around, how they line each other's pockets, and what favors they do for each other. Because this network is big. And I've said it before. It's not a network from like last year or just from the Obama administration. As the president said at CPAC, it all started in the 1800s when we had McKinley saying, "With stop, guys. We need to protect our assets. We need to become rich. We need to put this in. And then on that crazy night, Christmas Eve... 1913, we lost everything. They took away the power of our money by not having it gold back anymore and giving us a fake currency. They took away tariffs that protected our income and our economy, right? But they also ensured that their friends and their friends' friends and their friends' friends' friends were all in it together.
So it is a it is a conspiracy against the people, and it is indeed just the one percent. And what we need to realize that it's not just you know the government. It's not just education. It's not just healthcare. I mean, ask yourself. RBG is eighty whatnot. Right. Okay. We still haven't seen a picture of her. Everyone's like, yeah, we saw her, but you know, no one's given a picture, like a recent picture. Like, Hey, here's a newspaper. I'm standing with her. I smell her. She has a heartbeat. We just have to take the word from everyone. So no picture. Anyway, <laughs> we need to understand just how networked it is because look at her in the eighties, right? Lung cancer surgery. How did she survive? Put another person, an average American, in the same situation. Do you think that they will have the same outcome in health? No, because they are not part of the 1%. They do not have access to the health care they have. Hillary Clinton has been seen walking around with catheters and, you know, J-bags and whatnot, and she's still around. She can't even speak without choking. She's still around. It makes you wonder what kind of access they have to things. That 1% that has educational access, pharmaceutical access, medical access, travel access, business access, they get everything. And, you know, it's like, oh, you sound like, you know, Ocasio, like the 1%. No, I don't. I'm not asking them to give it up because not all the people that have made their fortune are corrupt. Okay. We're talking about the embedded families. California is run by three families. We know this right now, right? We know that in DC, there's a couple families that run it in Boston. You know what the biggest family is that nobody talks about the Goddards G O D D A R D. You'll see so many Goddards in the area of Massachusetts, specifically Boston. They own it. New York has its own facets too, depending on boroughs. Every state has its good old boy club. Every state has its mafia. And our president is trying to break that up. He's trying to break up, at least sever the connections that they have with the government. But in order to do that, you need to be able to spot them out. And the thing about corrupt people is you can't just say, well, you're corrupt. Come here. No, you smoke them out. You make them come out. You instigate. You, 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 you annoy them to the point that they speak. Kind of like pedos do. If you pick on a pedo, his friends will come to his rescue. So then you find all the other pedos too. You know, this is how it works. Remember how we found Joel Davis, right? That big pedo, right? Remember the guy that was like Nobel Peace Prize nominee, you know, part of the UN. Everyone loved him. He was the protector of sexually abused children. And the minute Cernovich said something about someone and called him a pedophile, he jumped in. The minute he jumped in, all of us jumped in too. Hey, why are you talking? Let's check you out. You sit on this board. Let's check it out. Turns out he was having sex with infants. Sending pictures to a sting operation with his phallic piece on a baby. Spread butt cheeks of little kids. It's disgusting. These people are sick. Huh. But they speak the loudest. So the point is you need to weed them out. You smoke them out. You put in the fire and you smoke them out. That's the only way you win. And it takes time, you know, because these people won't bite easy. You could sit there and instigate. You could sit there and ask questions. You could poke the bear, but it's got to be when you're right over the target. You know, not all of them are stupid. They're getting smarter now. They know exactly what President Trump is doing, exactly what he's doing. And Pelosi, you know, she's tied up. I mean, look at all those containers in Australia that were like 
three tons of meth? Darn. That's a pretty big deal, right, guys? Big deal right there. So she's saying no impeachment, and this is where I want to go with the second half hour. So if you guys, uh, for those of you that have been listening since I started on my own having a show, I've been talking about Andrew Yang. I said he's the secret weapon. I said I don't want to really advertise him, and I stick by that. I won't tweet what he says. I won't tweet the memes that make fun of him. I don't want to promote him at all. He is the secret weapon, and he is, and he's smart. First of all, he's Chinese, right? So that terrifies me because China is very stealthy. I mean, we had a spy obviously cooperating with Feinstein, right? as her driver, if you remember, for 20 years, was an actual double-agent Chinese spy. Um, They're stealthy, and he is. He's 44 years old. He's young. He appeals to all the clowns that don't want to work. He's saying, you can keep your guns. I'm all for it. He's calling out people that are saying stupid things, like about the Green New Deal. He's speaking to Trump supporters. He's speaking to those that believe that President Trump has ignored them. I have friends that say that. And it's like you don't get it. It takes time. You can't just go in there with like a bull in a china cabinet and say, out, 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 because then you're just painted as a dictator, unfortunately, because we have the media that is not trustworthy on all levels, from national, global, to city, to state. They're disgusting. Print everything. So he's pandering to them, saying, hey, you know, um, I'm all for it. Uh, this is dumb. Uh, we need this. He's pandering to the fact that people want health care. So he's going behind this Medicare for all. He's also offering people $1,000, no strings attached, just because you're American. Because what he's going to do is, for those companies that automate, like say Amazon, you know how they have their fresh market thing where you like walk in and you don't need a card. You just walk around and with facial recognition, they charge your basket. Like literally, you walk in the store and you put things in your basket and then you walk out. And you don't even have to go through cash register because the facial recognition software sees you, sees what you purchase, and then it just charges your Amazon account. This is legit stuff. So he's like, I'm going to charge people, charge companies that get rid of jobs for human beings. And um, that leads me to, if obviously, if I'm aware of him, definitely the president is. I mean, I'm not even half as smart as President Trump because he's got a few years on me and, you know, he's a genius. I, I, I hope that I'm like a fraction successful as he is at when I reach his age, if God allows me to. So <clears throat> this is what he's pandering to. The people that may be losing their jobs, I'll give you $1,000, like free, no strings attached. You're over 18, you get $1,000. Um, I'm going to help you get jobs. We're, we're going to do trade schools. You learn how to code. <laughs> it's not racist when he says it, but he can't use that hashtag anymore, by the way, because uh, he'll be banned from Twitter. But, um, you know, he's, he's pandering to both sides, the, the, the people on the left that don't like what the left stands for, and then the people on the right that feel like Ann Coulter type, that he's not listening. It's not moving fast enough. They're still out there. They're not in cuffs. They're not in Gitmo. We don't have a wall. We don't have this. You know, so he's pulling that pool. And I said that in November and I say it now. So I have ears and eyes everywhere in his campaign. And like I said, he's going to be coming to the forefront, you know, with these DNC conventions and all that. Because he's been paying people a thousand dollars a month and he's going to be parading different families that he's given this thousand dollars a month to so they could talk about how their life is different. 
One thing we need to keep in mind is that if you're a single parent household and you're on food stamps, if you get a thousand dollars a month, you don't qualify for food stamps anymore. Let's be realistic. Okay. So that has to be said. And it'll be funny to see when he puts those families on, <clears throat> if they've been taking food stamps while he's giving them a thousand dollars, they could go to jail, right? Cause that's fraud. So I'm just saying, I don't think they thought this one through because I know that there's two of these cases and I'm all over it already. So, um, the thing is he's going to – and this is how you get ahead of things, right, guys? You do your homework. You stay in the, in the background and you pay attention because now he can't fix that. That's already been documented. It's done. So he's going to come out and he's going to annihilate Kamala Harris. He's going to annihilate anybody else that's on the stage because he's young. He's soft-spoken. And his slogan is Yang for Humanity. And if you feel neglected by the Democratic Party, come to me. If you feel neglected by the Republican Party, come to me. The other day he tweeted, I see you, North Dakota. I'm coming. This guy is campaigning. He's been to every freaking state. He's smart. And the only way we can get ahead of it is by investigating. If he comes to your state, go watch. Pay attention. Record what he says. Because we will need that ammunition later. If we want our president to stay in office, we need to do this. This is the DNC secret weapon. They are 100% sure because this guy is paying people to meme him into the White House. There's pages on Facebook called God Emperor Yang. And you'll, you've seen the tweets. And I've, and I've gotten so many emails and DMs. This is dangerous, guys. Because remember, the way President Trump won was with negative press, with memes making fun of him. And they learned. Remember what I said about the Democrats? Remember what I said about the establishment? Because they're not all Democrats. Is that when they elect a president, when a president is elected that they don't like, they get one term. Reagan had to be done earlier. That's why they threatened him. But they get one term. If they go for second term, they assassinate them, right? That's the pattern. They don't like a president, second term, and they lose again, and, and, and that president goes in, they assassinate them. So they're okay with having him as a one-term president because they're learning from their mistakes. They know they can't, um, you know, they're going to try to cheat better at the ballot. They're going to be pushing to get immigrants to vote. I mean, they've already done that, right? They're pushing it, and they're going to see, why did Donald Trump win? He won because of this. So let's do it meme away guys they are using what they thought was ammunition to take down president trump that turned out to be what got him elected and they are using now that with yang he's dangerous i've invited him on the show i want him to come on i want him to answer questions that i have and how unfeasible what he's saying is i want him to have an honest conversation but obviously he's not going to come you know, he went to Joe Rogan, Tucker Carlson kind of annihilated him, but I don't agree with the fact that he's benign because I said it and I'll say it again. This guy out of nowhere. Now he announced today that he's, uh, or was it yesterday that he successfully established that he will be part of the debates. He got so many donations. He's raising crazy amounts of money. And remember, we have a lot of Asian Americans that'll just go behind him because he's Asian American. And people are like, no, that's not true. Why do you think Barack won? Come on guys, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. Okay. So because identity politics play, and, you know, this happens. So what we need to do to ensure that we maintain and keep America great, because our president is making America great in 2019. We're going to get our wall. We're going to get a few perp walks. We're seeing that start now, right? This is the 17th month since Q popped up. 17th month.
So 17th month since the initiation of Q, I just want to put that out there. We are going to have everything come forward. He is going to make America great. And when it's at that point is where we're going to be getting targeted by Yang. Everyone needs to be on point. I mean, I would highly recommend to just sign up to his email list and get his email updates, like where he's going and what he's doing, as if you're a fan, because I've done that. And that way you keep an eye on things. Because um, he's dangerous. Um, seeing the memes that they're putting out for him, how he's pooling from both sides. I urge you guys, just troll it on Facebook. Go to the God Emperor Yang page. Just take a look. You'll see that what I've been saying about the DNC getting stealthier, what I've been saying about elections, I mean, history doesn't lie. It doesn't, it doesn't lie. It repeats. And, you know, every single time they've had a president in that shouldn't have been president, they take him out by second term if they get reelected. If not, if, you know, they don't get reelected, then they win, right? So we have to be very careful because they're learning just like they learned with, you know, the DARPA contracts they had with Twitter and Facebook back in 2006 when they started, you know, um, pushing in on getting on uh, the Internet and using, you know, soft copy emails and whatnot. They started to use that. And when Facebook came up, the only reason Obama won was because of that. Like they say it because they tested it. They know that social media is key. And you know what's weird? Guess what Yang is saying? We need to regulate social media like they're public companies. He's not talking nonsense. He's telling you what you want to hear. And he's right, though, right? We need to regulate them like public entities. We need to make sure that they're under control. He's not, guys, his message, you know, anyone thinking that his, he's benign is nuts. Because if you listen to what he says, I, I know exactly what he's saying. And I'm like, I agree. I agree. Like everybody right now listening to me can agree. We need to regulate social media because they influence elections. He's saying that. He's probably going to be the only Democrat that says that on the platform. He is going to win over the Democrats that are tired of this insane infanticide, this insane censorship, you know, those moderate Democrats, the ones that don't like Trump because, oh, he's just so evasive, you know, those, 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 those hat wearers, you know, the front holes, those people, they're the ones that are going to be like, oh, I don't know. I, I struggle with Trump. So I might go with him because he sounds really nice. He's, he's, he's an inventor. He's an investor. He's young. He's powerful. Trump is mean and nasty guys. You have no idea the war we're going to have for 2020. And I've been saying it for months and no one is paying. This guy is using things that President Trump is talking about. He's not talking nonsense. He is using that. Now, will he stand by it? Nobody knows. But the point is he aligns with the DNC. They propped him up. They picked him. They groomed him. We're going to see a war like no other. You thought the 2016 elections were crazy. Wait till you see 2020. 2020 will be insane. You know, they're all like, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie's not even going to be on the map. He's done. They won't even let him come up. He will secede to Yang. Because even Bernie fans that are like, well, he's a communist. He's a little bit weird. He's way too old. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, he's old. They'll move over to Yang because he's offering them whatever Bernie's offering them. 
No student loans, free education, free health care, pardon your loans, and $1,000 just for voting for me. And so Bernie fans are going to move over to him, and then the, the right that struggles, you know, the right that doesn't like that President Trump put his foot down, the right that is more moderate right, that is more progressive right, will swing Yang's way. Now, if I didn't know or didn't understand or didn't have the knowledge that I have, and I've tested this, I've had friends to watch his videos that I know voted for President Trump, support him, and support his policies. They were like, you know what? I'd probably vote for this guy. And I'm like, why? Because he's, you know, you know, Trump has had two years and these people are still walking around. So this is why I'm telling you, I, I said it last year too. 2019 is going to be insane. And I said it on my New Year's Day, China's the problem. I've been talking about Yang for forever. This is war and you guys don't get it. First, it's war. Look at how many fronts of war he has. He's got the Democrats, the deeply embedded deep state, these networks that network everywhere, right? Pharmaceutical, healthcare, school, you name it, they do it. They stand for, you know, rubbish, and then they're they're trying to reinvent themselves. You know, the Democrats do that from racist slavery to, no, the other people are slaves. We just want to kill their babies and they're just working for really low wages, but they shouldn't have the same rights. Oh, you know what? Let's give them rights. You know, Martin Luther King is our idol. Yeah, Martin Luther King was a Republican. He wasn't even a Democrat. And it's like, so they're constantly reinventing themselves. So they realized from the 2016 elections that people liked what Bernie was saying and he won by a landslide. He would have taken the nomination from Hillary Clinton. He would have given President Trump a run for his money, right? We all know that. So they fixed it because they wanted Hillary Clinton. And now they're going to take Bernie down again, take all his fans and give him to Yang. Think about that for the next few minutes while we break of just how stealthy and smart the Democratic Party has been through the years. Hello, my fellow patriots. My name is Michael Flynn Jr. and I am the proud son of General Flynn. Your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten. If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our legal defense fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.mikeflynndefensefund.org. Thank you and God bless America. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2978-855-700-2978-855-700-2978. That's 855-700-2978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. Sounds great, right? 
Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My Pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable My Pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My Pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. My Pillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. My Pillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. My Pillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code Red State. That's one 800 961 Promo code Red State. Put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow, the most comfortable pillow you will ever own. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. So speaking of elections, I mean, 2019, we only have three states that are going through elections, I think. What we need to focus on is um, starting conversations. And next week, I will have on my show an initiative called Red Hats for Trump. Now, I urge all of you, after you hear them next week, to see where in your states the DNC convention is happening. And I would urge you to get in touch with them. They have a Facebook page. It's literally called Red Hats for Trump. And they will help you organize an event where everyone wears a little red hat and you guys eat together. I'm going to do it in my city for sure. Because what we need to show them is that we stand united and that we stand with our president, regardless of what they say. And like Millie so eloquently put together yesterday while I had her as a guest on my show is um, that it was the blue collar worker. It was the rust belt. It was the miners. It was the railroad workers. It was a construction. It was the, you know, people that work on oil rigs, you know, the people that get their hands dirty, the, uh, the, the farmers, you know, the ones that feed fuel and are the backbone of the U S economy that voted for president Trump. And this is the pool that needs to stick together. We can't have them cop out because they listen to things that other people say and are impatient. And I think this is why our president has stepped up the game now. We're seeing a lot more people come forward, and I would urge all of you, and I would not go for Graham, but I would totally um, advise all of you to get with um, Chuck Grassley's office. If you see anything in your city, if you see anything in your state, I would urge you to go to his page. Um, he has a comment section uh, somewhere. Well, he has a tab. Actually, let me pull up the page so I can walk you through it. He has a tab where you can actually um, contact him and tell him that you're like telling you're whistleblowing on your um, on your state, on your city, on your town, whatever it is, whatever you have, send it to him. And let him know that you want to talk. Let him know that you need his help. Because the more we penetrate these small networks, because remember, it's kind of like the nervous system, right? We have our brain, we have our, our, you know, 
our spinal column that is going out, right? That the, the spinal column that, that protects it, of course, right? So we've got it going down and then there's these nerve endings that come out, the peripheral. Peripheral nerves is what those are called. So the peripheral nerves help the hands, the feet, right? The gut. Well, no, the gut is kind of independent, but they do work together. So let's just say hands and feet to keep it simple. The peripheral are these small pockets of corruption that um, do the work of the brain. So if you think of the corruption in our country, the deep state, the fourth unelected branch of government as the brain, Think of your state, your city, your senators, your congresspersons, your mayors, your governors, your secretary of states, all of them. Think of them as the peripheral nerves and they depict who's in power. And if you see one of the pinkies moving the wrong way, say something, see something, say something because they've got your back. See it, say it because it's important that everybody does their part. This is our country. We run it not them. And we need to give our voices and what we know to people that are willing to listen. So I've just gotten into his website and okay. So if you go to, um, grassley.senate.gov, you can go to the contact page and scroll down to where it says whistleblowers at that point. Once you get there, um, let me pull that page up and I'll tell you what it says. It says for whistleblowers interested in establishing communication with Senator Grassley regarding wrongdoing within federal agencies or misuse of public dollars, please click here. And when you click, it's going to take you to mail so you can email him directly. Um, this is, this is where all of you, you hear something about pedophilia. You think someone's doing something. You think a cop is wrong. You think that they're misusing your federal funds. Email, email, email. Like I'm going to post that email on my Facebook page to all my friends and say, I'd like you to email here and tell them what you see corrupt with your city and state. Every single one of us should be doing that because the more active we are, you see something, you say something, you're protected. They will look after you. I mean, for me, I didn't have protection when I started because <laughs> it was 2015 when I started all my shenanigans um, more publicly, right? Where I was sending emails. You know, it was under the Obama administration. Uh, go figure. I mean, I, the first DOJ complaints that I would be filing against healthcare institutions and, you know, these insurances was back in 2008. But obviously I would, I, I would file them anonymously and, um, just referencing the cases. But I want everyone see something, say something. It's there. Use it. You don't even have to be you know, if you don't want to be public, you don't want to reveal your identity. That's fine. Go sort yourself out a proton mail, give yourself whatever name you want. No one knows who you are. They can't get that information. The FBI totally hates proton mail because of that. They can't see where it's coming from. And you could just say, this is happening. This is happening. Do something, please. And that's all you have to do. Simple. We need to take control of our country and that's how we do it. These are the tools. See, they're giving us the tools. We've always had these tools. They just obfuscate them. They make us feel helpless. Like we have no voice. You have a voice. And if you don't have thick skin or what is it called? <laughs> My husband calls it cause I gain weight. What is it called? Um, cushion for the <laughs> extra cushion festively, festively plump like me that can take arrows, do it anonymously. Voice yourself. Say it. Don't hide it. Say it. You see something out of place, say it. Someone, you know, omitted something, say it. 
You see your city council saying something crazy? Say it. All you have to do is email. Email. That's how simple it is. Email. State. City. Boom. This, 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 this. If you want to be contacted, put your name and phone number. You don't, you leave it blank. Pretty much. Everyone needs to take part. You are protected. There are so many people looking out for you. This is what you need to pay attention to. You know, when we see what, you know, the DNC now is coming out with the narrative, they have their secret weapon. They're ready for it, right? What we need to understand is just how, okay, they've got their secret weapon, so they kind of feel safe because he made it within like zero days he got to where he needed to be without their assistance, without their platform, right? So he's going to be the new face of the DNC. They're done on that. That's done for them. That it's done. So let's go back to this, what someone might say, oh, it's just about colleges. Mm -mm -mm -mm. It talks about connections. This college, you know, bomb that they dropped about people getting into these esteemed colleges by buying their way in indicates that there's more to it. We're talking relationships. There was an article I wrote about China and how um, uh, Peter Strzok's wife was in charge of, you know, penetrating the Chinese uh, through the SEC, specifically, you know, targeting Chinese companies that were not loyal to their cause. Pay attention. Filed like crazy filings, you know, against the Chinese, angering them and, you know, them obviously winning because it was malicious. The thing that people need to notice is the connections these people have. Like I said, who was accepted? How did it happen? Where did it go? Because it doesn't stop there. It's kind of like, um, okay. So I talked about the families that own states, right? So like Pelosi, the same thing goes for the more deeper government, FBI, DOJ, Congress, Senate. You have to look at their extended family. Because in Pelosi's case, the container that was obtained in Australia, right, she totally has interest in the company that had the container. But that interest is run by her husband, who then her son has in another fund. And then that fund is owned by other family members. So remember, when someone comes up dead or murdered, who do they look at? The wife or the husband, right? So this is where you need to see connections, because there might not be a direct connection between, um, I don't know, Peter Strzok's wife and Obama, uh, but there might be a connection with Peter Strzok's wife and someone at the DOJ who's really close to Obama. Do you see what I'm saying? Levels. I talked about that. And, you know, I try throughout my radio show to kind of give you this information because sometimes when people just drop these huge connections, you're just like total dope tinfoil hat. So we need to take it step by step. We've talked about this before, about families, about networking, about how they're owned and these good old boy clubs, not just today. We've talked about it other weeks on different shows. The thing we need to focus now on and what the president basically with what he did is, is that he's focusing on connections that are, um, you know, between each other. Uh, you know, you have to see like who, um, for example, Lisa page, uh, who's her cousin, where does her cousin work? better example. Talked about this one before, and there's an article on it. So we had the uh, U.S. ambassador to Russia, right? The U.S. ambassador to Russia, his name was Teft. He was fired. Uh, 
He was fired along with the Russian national spy that we had at the U.S. Embassy in Russia that helped, uh, uh, you know, Bruce Orr's wife, Nellie Orr, uh, gather uh, information and feed her information that was coming from Secret Service and kind of monitoring things, right? But what I said in that article, and you can go to ToriSays.com, go into the search bar and type in Peter, uh, type in Teft, right? Um or U.S. Embassy Russia, to just pull up the exact one. In there, you see that he has two daughters, two of them. One of them is linked to some artsy-fartsy education thing that's also linked to the Podestas. The other one sits on the board for USAID that funnels foreign aid to other countries. You need to look at her salary, because even her salary on the system says that it is 92% higher than anyone else at her rank. This is how you find connections. Simple things. This guy's a U.S. ambassador. His daughter works for the State Department. She works for USAID. USAID is the one that's been given money. The USAID is the one that has been driving policies overseas where they've been complaining, why is the U.S. meddling in elections? We are the god of meddling in other people's elections, right? So obviously we know how to meddle in our own. So the corrupt government is networked everywhere. The connections are everywhere. You have to know. That when I was talking about this whole college thing, that I've been on it because there are sealed indictments that people don't know about. How many of them were done? And we need to take a look at the sealed indictments that are in D.C. And if you're, you know, if you're interested in looking, you should go to like the D.C. website uh, or like Google something like Washington, D.C. court sealed indictments. And I want you to go under sealed and look at pen registers and magistrates, right? Because that's where the sealed stuff comes in. And also, you know, um, warrants because you'll even see addresses of where they issued warrants, where they've confiscated phones, laptops, cars. Because there's so many of them. So you have to think, if there are indictments that are being filed, how, how solid is that? Think about it. How solid is a sealed indictment? So remember when I talked about Barr? Do you guys remember when I talked about Barr? So William Barr, I told you, is corrupt. William Barr is part of this deep state. And William Barr has like, you know, half a foot in the grave, right? He's old. He's been around for a while. He's been working for the CIA since he got out of college in the 70s. So one might think, you know, why would the president have a snake like William Barr? This is where his base splits. This is where people don't, uh, this is where I'm going with this college thing, just so you guys get it, right? Because I was setting it up all this time. Their secret weapon, Yang. President Trump coming out with colleges. You know, it's just a coincidence that, you know, March Madness is linked to colleges, but now you have to understand that, you know, apparently we have a attorney general that I did not want. 
in which, you know, he uh, agreed with Mueller to indict President Trump's kids. Think about it. Would our president allow the attorney general to be in place to indict his kids and Jared Kushner. Think about it. So apparently our president's family is going to be charged or indicted. And that's because they never indict, you know, supposedly, you know, they don't, right? They don't, um, you know, an, an actual president. And this is where um, the tables have turned. And this is where what I've been saying about Barr and how this is going to play out is coming. We've said it before. You never, ever call them out. You let them pull their own pants down. So we have Don Jr., Eric and Ivanka and also Jared that are going to be indicted. So they want to supposedly get this out. This is something that I knew what was happening. This is why I said last week, this week is going to be explosive. The Mueller report, um, you know, we got the report. Uh, date hasn't been set to announce it. So this is where it's going. So apparently they've been discussing with this report to indict the children. And one might say that um, this is insane. Like, why would the president allow it to happen? Why would the president allow his children to be indicted? Think about it for a second. Every single person, if you probe hard enough, has done something wrong, especially when you're really rich, right? So remember, they got Manafort on crimes for over a decade ago. Think. Uh, Ivanka's husband might be found for crimes for financial stuff, right? That's what you would assume, financial stuff, because they've got nothing on collusion. And I believe that he put bar to serve a purpose. And the purpose is to show that he's not an obstructionist because the one thing that Mueller would have loved, the one thing the deep state would have loved is to have the president interject, to have the president insert himself and obstruct any supposed bonafide investigation. So we need to see if this is actually going to be announced properly. If you see how they make up crimes, how they manufacture data, like guys say, I don't like you, you. Yeah. And your name is Bob. I don't like you. I'm going to manufacture something that a Jose did go back 10 years, change the name on the document that you can't find the original one for. Put your name on it, Bob. I'm just going to let it sit there. And then through a random investigation, I might actually pull it up. 
and then I'll say it's you. This is real stuff, guys. This stuff happens. And you, Sally, who's listening, I don't like you either. So what I'm going to do is create a police report from 15 years ago and say that Donna filed um, a restraining order complaint at the police department here and there for being vicious. And I'm going to let it sit there. So what we need to remember is that federal prosecutors and even state ones break a lot of laws. They make up crimes. They make it sound like a crime, right? And trust me, I've been on the receiving end of it. These witch hunts happen all the time, especially when you're just about to blow the top and pull the rug from under them. So they break laws. They make stuff up. They conceal anything that's exculpatory evidence, basically. Whatever might make you look innocent, they will remove from the light. And they literally will send people to jail just because they don't like them. And this is something Mueller is known for during his time at, you know, in Boston. He's known for that. He abused uh, national security letters as FBI director. He did a lot of that. So what we need to pay attention to is what's to come. What is Bill Barr doing? Is Bill Barr walking the bull out of the barn with Mueller and then allowing him to indict the children? And why would the president allow him to do that? Think about it. Because if the kids are going to be indicted, you better make sure your stuff is ironclad. Because if you file something in a court, like for example, I don't know. Oh, we started investigating because we were told that this person had told that person that we're filing against not to say this or wait, uh, let's make it easier. Um, company XYZ had a document that was proprietary and then they gave, they didn't give it to this person. The person just took it away. So we investigated, why would they take it and say, look, I have this document. Why would they do that? If they were told not to, and then you go to court and then in court, it's like, all right, prosecutor, all right, dude that brought these charges. Did do not investigate if what you're saying is true because here we have an email that says, here's the document, do what you want with it. That is a punishable offense. That means that you filed what you filed knowingly false in the court. This will blow up in their face. This is what happens. Gosh, I can't believe that I am like on a lower scale, same thing. Like when I was being attacked, I literally have a really big person by the conas for filing false stuff in a court. I haven't had my day yet because you know, they slow walk that stuff when it comes up. But why would you knowingly file something false? 
You're breaking the law because now prove to me you didn't know. And how do you prove to me you didn't know? That you asked. And if you asked and they lied to you, then that person needs to go to jail. If you asked and they omitted from you, then that person needs to go to jail. You get where I'm going with this? So if Mueller throws any indictments toward the kids of President Trump and he uses manufactured data or obfuscates or or omits exculpatory evidence or didn't do his homework and just took it for face value or intentionally lied to make it look like a crime, they're all going to jail for a very long time. So this is where we need to be paying attention. A lot of people are like, what is going on? His base needs to stay united. People talk. People, you need to see something, say something, email it to Grassley. He's got his link, email him, bombard him with emails. One, you know, you saw your, you know, your city spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for like one square, one little block of sidewalk, report it. You saw someone throw a party for a candidate and they have state and federal tax dollars and they threw that party to raise funds for a campaign, report it. You see them getting money or you see something funny about little kids going missing, report it. Send it to him. Send it to him. If you don't want to send it, you could send it to me too. I'll send it to him. Send it to ToriSays.com. I'll send it to him. I won't put your name on it. We need to start speaking up because the more we catch them in the act of doing these heinous crimes, this perversion of our own justice system, this using our courts as their jungle gym to mess with us and take away our liberties, we can't let them get away with this. We need to fix this. And it's your job to do it because you're the voter. You have a peace in this nation. You have a voice in this nation and you need to put it into action. You need to be part of it. They want to take your free speech away. Speak up. They want to take your gun away. Speak up. You see them using our federal or state tax money for garbage. Speak up. You see them corrupt. Speak up. You hear about kiddos. Speak up. doesn't matter if it's wrong. It could be just hearsay. Speak up. Email. Speak up. That's all you have to do is speak up because the more you're empowered to speak, the scared, the more scared they are and the more we uncover. I want everyone to pay attention. President Trump did not bring Barr because he's honest. He brought Barr because he's corrupt. He's going to take those indictments that Mueller wanted to file and he's going to let him file it. File it, I dare you, because we are going to break it down because we have everything we need. We are 20 steps ahead of you all the time. And when you want to make something look like a pattern, you better know that we have eyes and ears sitting right behind you listening. So I dare him. Tomorrow, we have Liz Crokin coming on for two hours, and I am really excited. I don't even know where this hour went, right, guys? From all of us here at Red State, I wish you guys a happy and healthy day. Don't forget, see something, say something. Email it to Grassley. Have a wonderful evening. God bless.